For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to NICUs across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We've been joined now by the broadcast assistant for the Toronto Raptors, Mike Roach. Um, he's a happy man because this Toronto team just won. Well, not just, but they won today. So he should be a happy man. Mike, welcome. Garfield, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, man. You're 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 happy, man. The, the Raptors beating up on the, the Philadelphia 76ers earlier. Oh, Boy, did we need that one. <laughs> these guys these guys would have been packing their suitcases, getting ready for the offseason today. Let, let's start with that one. Before we get into the ones that I just read out, Toronto, Philadelphia, what, what's happening in that series for the listeners who may not be aware? Well, so it's, it's 3-1 right now for the Philadelphia 76ers. They started off with a 3-0 lead in the series. And... You know, unfortunately for the Toronto Raptors in the third quarter of game one, your uh, rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes, goes down with an injury. And then, you know, in that game, he was on the verge of having a triple-double. He had 15, 10, and 8 before he went down with that injury. And then after that, he misses game two. He misses game three. And then he comes back today, plays pretty decent for his, his first game back after missing those couple games on that ankle. Tweaks his ankle again today in the game. Right. Luckily, he stayed in the game. But uh, the Raptors were desperate today, and they've had a really tough time, especially in the first two games, guarding Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris have really shot the lights out against the Raptors, especially in those first two games to a lesser degree in game three where they did a better job covering everybody on the Philadelphia 76ers. But Joel Embiid goes and hits a huge three with 0.7 remaining on the clock. And so, I mean, today they got a better effort, especially because Pascal Siakam stepped up and played like a star. He gave you 34, which is a playoff career high for him. And some of the other guys on the team chipped in as well because the biggest part with the 76ers and Raptors is that the role players for the Raptors, for the most part, are playing well. It's it's our all-stars in Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam who have been struggling, right? Mm-hmm. So now when your role players have continued to play well, Fred Van Vliet left with a hip injury at halftime, and then Pascal Siakam gives you 34, and you get an eight-point win. So at the end of the day, everything has to be clicking on all cylinders if you're the Raptors, especially when you're going into Game 5. Mm. No team has come from 3-0 down to win a best-of-seven series, Mike. Is it lights out for the for your, Raptor, for your Raptors? Hey, there's always time to make history. 
Do they now, look like they can come back though? Um, probably not, especially when you have a guy like Joel Embiid who's an MVP. The yeah. thing is, though, is that the team is significantly better with Scotty Barnes in the lineup, right? Mm-hmm. He was the rookie of the year for a reason because he's a plug-and-play guy. You can plug Scotty Barnes into the lineup anywhere. You're looking at a guy 6'8", 6'9", mm-hmm. physically strong for a rookie, physically strong. Um, his bread and butter is in that paint, but he can shoot the mid-range. He can shoot free throws. He can shoot it from long range. Not great but he can make shots from long range. Defensively, he can guard anybody one through five on the court. Really doesn't matter who it is. So Scotty, and he can handle the ball in the open court, right? He's very good when it comes to his playmaking and his decision-making. So Scotty Barnes completely changes the dynamic of the team. When he's on the floor, the Raptors are significantly better. Now with Joel Embiid, I'm not sure if you've seen any of the games, but yeah. he does possibly have a torn ligament in that right hand, right? Mm-hmm. And you can see it today. He's grimacing almost on every single play. He's always grabbing for his right hand. You can clearly tell that there's a problem there with that right hand. So now I'm wondering, is it going to get worse? Okay. Because he said okay. he's going to be playing through it. So I mean I mean I don't know if he's getting fouled and he's getting hit and he's getting bumped I don't see it getting better anytime soon because he doesn't have a chance to rest it. He's going to have to play in pain but if he gets another hit on that on that hand I mean so I don't Toronto know. Toronto has a chance. Toronto has a chance. They have a chance if Joel Embiid doesn't play up to his full potential. That's right. if they have a chance. But if he gets anything from Tyrese Maxey James Harden, Tobias Harris in Game 5. It's over. All right. So so that's the Toronto series. Um, Another team struggling with a superstar that's injured, the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker, maybe out for two to three weeks. Somehow CP3 stepped up big last night. I was watching that game, and he stepped up. He looked like a man on a mission, like he was playing for himself and Devin. Um, They went up 2-1 against the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, How do you see that series going? I still have Phoenix winning in five, but I could see them maybe winning in six. This is a tricky Mm. series because without Devin Booker, Mm. I mean, it it was a really tight game last night, Um, 114-111. And the game before, Brandon Ingram erupts for 37. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And having a guy like CJ McCollum that they brought in as well. The Suns are going to have to be careful here. I don't know if you want this to be tied up at 2-2. If you can get a commanding 3-1 series lead, I mean, obviously they want to do it. It's easier said than done. But I'm not sure you want to take that risk with a guy like Brandon Ingram because he's really showing his worth right now. He's, He's proving what the hype was about when he was coming out of college. He can shoot it. He can get into the paint. He's not afraid. He can put the ball on the floor. When it comes to his offensive ability, his footwork is good. I mean, he's a bit of a... He's a wild card if if you're Phoenix. I, I don't know if you want to, you know, get him going. 
in the middle of a game. You want to try to keep him under control. Now, that's that's hard to do, especially because of his size. He's almost seven feet tall, right? Yeah. So it's not an easy job. But Brandon Ingram is, is definitely a guy who can who can do some things with the Pelicans. I mean, you need to go up 3-1, in my opinion, if you're the Phoenix Suns. What, what's the latest with, with um, Zan? I, I haven't heard what's happening with him. Is any chance of him coming back for this series? No, he's he's done for the year. Um, he's okay. shut down. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what is going on with him in terms of his recovery. You know, a lot of reports say he's recovering well, and then, you know, somehow there's a hiccup, and it's taking the timetable is, is longer to return than we anticipated. I'm not sure what's going on with Zion Williamson. We have barely seen that man on the court since he's been in, in the NBA. So I, I don't know mm. what to think about him right now. And I'm hearing All there's right. he's not necessarily satisfied 100% with the organization. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens here. Yeah, because some of the stories I heard was that he was coming back and then I see him dressed up in, in um, street clothes. And I was wondering, when exactly is he coming back? Um, does he need to come back for this series or... But as you said, he's out for the year, um, so he cannot help the New Orleans Pelicans. No booker to help the the Suns. We'll watch mm-hmm. that series keenly. Brooklyn, Boston. Yes. What 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 is happening there? Where is KD? Where is Kyrie? Well, Kyrie showed up in the first game. That's mm. for sure. Almost dropped forty. KD struggled in game one. He struggled. Worse in game two, actually. Kyrie was really bad in game two as well. I mean, they made a combined one field goal in the second half of game two. Yeah. That is not something I thought I would ever say about Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in one half. That is crazy. You have no chance winning if your two best players make one field goal in the second half. There's absolutely no way. And Boston is a rough physical team. Defensive player of the year in Marcus Smart. Jason mm-hmm. Tatum, long. Jalen Brown, long. Theus, Al Horford. You have guys who aren't scared of being physical. They're bumping, pushing Kevin Durant on every single play. And they're smart mm-hmm. because the one thing that you want to make sure that they don't do is get comfortable. You never want them to get comfortable catching the ball. And even if they do catch the ball, you don't want to give them any breathing space. You want to be right up in their grill. You don't want them to have time to look around, to shoot the ball, to make plays for others. That's the last thing you want. You want them to be uncomfortable to where they're either forcing up a low percentage shot or making a low percentage play or pass to one of their teammates. So you got to give, I mean, tip your hats to the, to the Boston Celtics. Now, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant can explode at any time. At any time. And now they're going back to Brooklyn. If you're Boston, even though, even if you lose this game, you're still up 2-1, this is a major confidence booster if you can go up 3-0. If you can go up 3-0, right? So Boston needs to stay focused tonight because when you have a Kyrie and you have a Kevin Durant, after two games, this thing could be easily tied up at 2-2. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I'll be stuck in front of my TV tonight. That is a must-watch must, must 
see game because I think Kyrie Kyrie's going to explode. I, I, I think he's going to drop something major and KD has to respond. So um, Boston should brace themselves because I think yes. they're going to be hit hard by Brooklyn tonight. So I don't want to miss that one. All right, so the, the, the team that a lot of people are saying will probably go all the way, the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, give me give me your feedback on them. Um, Poole is the surprise, I guess. Um, Steph is, is looking himself. Everybody seems to be clicking at the right time. Is is this team the team to beat? That's the way it's looking. I mean, we knew what Draymond Green brings to the table. Clay Thompson, even though he was injured for a long time, we know what Clay Thompson can bring to the table. I don't even have to mention Steph Curry. Mm. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins was an all-star starter this year, playing very well on the defensive end, but he's dropped off a, dropped off a little bit from after from all-star break, right? right? But Jordan Poole has had no drop-off. Jordan Poole is just taking his game to the next level at this yeah. point. And when I'm talking about Steph Curry with 34, Klay Thompson with 21, and then Jordan Poole with 29, I mean, it's just really difficult. It's really difficult. We're five threes from Steph Curry, three threes from Klay Thompson, five threes from Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins adds another two. I mean, you're just getting lit up from downtown. And it's it's so hard because if you leave them open, they'll shoot it. If you get close to them, they're going to burn you. And Denver at this point, especially when you don't have a Michael Porter Jr., a Jamal Murray, you have other nice role players in your lineup that can help Jokic, especially in the regular season. But they don't have the horses for, for Golden State. They do not have the horses for Golden State. This looks like it may be a sweep. If you yeah, thought the Raptors were going to get swept first, think again. Okay? <laughs> because it, it look, it's looking like it could be the, Golden, the Denver Nuggets. Because Golden State, boy, they are a difficult team. Yeah, Very difficult. Yeah. Draymond is doing his thing, and and when Poole steps up, and Steph is there, and Clay is there, it's it's looking like a very difficult team to beat. So we'll 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 watch that one. Um, Atlanta, Trey Young came up with the goods in the final couple of seconds uh, in in that game. What's what's your take on Atlanta, Miami? I like watching the Atlanta Miami series just because it's always intriguing to watch a a, a one eight matchup. And Trey Young did struggle for periods of this game. He shot 50% from the field, which isn't terrible. He had 25.6 rebounds and 7 assists. But what I like about Trey Young is that he never gets rattled. He never gets scared. Trey Young could shoot 1 of 15. At the end of the, ga- at the, end of the day, he's still going to take that last shot, which is what we saw last night. And when you have a guy like Bogdanovich that gives you 29 points, 12 of 18 from the field and gives you five threes. I mean, Bogdanovich was absolutely spectacular last night with the shots that he was making. Now, it's all the role players. It's all the guys doing the small thing like Herder, DeLon Wright. I I really liked what he brought to the table. 
both ends of the floor defensively as well. Gallinari didn't have a good game. Kevin Herter was relatively quiet, even though he did stuff the stat sheet a little bit. But overall, this is an offense versus defense matchup. The only way, Atlanta is not going to be able to shut you down defensively. They're just going to outscore you. That's the way they're going to have to win this thing. And do they have to get stops? Yes. But the only way is Trey Young having a big game along with Bogdanovich. Is if those two don't have big games, you're not going to win this series. Because the Miami Heat are a very good defensive team with guys that they have. Mm-hmm. But they have so many guys on this. Tyler Hero can light you up at any time. Jimmy Butler can make shots. Struss, Lowry, Gabe Vincent. Like, there's just a whole bunch of them. Duncan Robinson. Call that one. Call that series for me. Go on the limb, Mike. Call that one. I have Miami in five. Miami in five. All right, next week when we speak, we'll be clear on where we are because we'll separate the men from the boys. I hope your Toronto Raptors will take it to game at least and don't get um, swept out of this so um, all the best to you and your Raptors thanks for having a chat with us as usual Mike Um, all the best thank you thanks for having me you've been listening to the Mike Roach podcast where storytelling sports and keeping it real are the only ways to live by we hope you've gotten some valuable and practical information from the show link up with us on instagram at oxp.media or at mike Roach 7 where you can view images of the content on this program we're on facebook apple podcast spotify and wherever you get your podcasts have a wonderful day and thank you for listening until next week For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to NICUs across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.